What's happening? Hey, not too much. Hey, can you How's hear me now? Very good, very good. Weekend's yes, yes. Al weekend's almost here. So Yes, uh, I know. Ex Can't complain on that. <laughs> no, not at all. Not yeah, at all. Like, are you in Canada right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm just outside of Toronto. I'm in uh in dope, suburb suburbia dope. there, yeah. Yeah, so we got the vibes all the way from Canada. I'm loving that. I'm loving that. <laughs> um, well, I kind of just wanted to, you know, say thank you so much, you know, for taking the time to speak with me. I know your band mem you have your band members and stuff, so I really appreciate you guys, you know, taking the time for me to, you know, talk about your music and see what you're about. No, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Yeah, of course. Well, first things first, um, your group, the Al uh, Drop Top Alibi, what kind of, you know, created that name or what made you guys kind of want to go with that type of vibe? Um, it's it's a funny story that involves a, a motorcycle mechanic who's Irish talking about an alibi and some panties and all that <laughs> stuff. That. So, yeah, so uh, so Dylan, Dylan, his lead guitar player, started ringing some terms in his head and he likes convertibles and we like this show called Vinyl. And the okay. word al alibi got thrown around a lot and he just kind of rolled off his tongue one day and we went with it. Dope, I love that. And I love how it has like a back meaning and when, you know, people ask, hey, where'd you get that name? You got like a funny story to tell with it. Yeah, it's quite, it's uh, it's pretty funny. I wish I could have been there because it sounds like this guy was quite the character. <laughs> it was kind of like the you should have, you should have been there moment, you had to be there type of thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to have the name for sure. It's hard to yeah, come up with a decent name. So yeah. it, was, it was cool. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Shout out to my mom. My mom and my nephew just joined. Hi, Sean. <laughs> Uh, well, it's you and three others, correct? That's how many uh, band members there are? Yeah. And how long have you guys been a band uh, together? Or have you guys kind of just, you know, always had music? A uh, bit of both. Um, Dylan and I, the guitar player, we've known each other since for about 10 years now, actually, that we've been playing together. Um, and him and I have kind of, you know, a lot changes from the time you're 17 to you're in your late 20s, you know. Yeah, so exactly. him and I have kind of stuck together and our writings kind of evolved together. And uh, we started playing with Luke and Jeff about four or five years ago. And then, okay, yeah, and then the band went full time, like as this unit uh, since 2018, basically. Oh, nice. Dope. I feel like that's so dope, you know. You having someone that, you know, you've grown up with, always kind of had music, and you guys, you know, were able to create something great with two other people. So I feel like that's super dope. Well, well uh, other than, you know, making music and doing whatnot, what else do you guys like to do other than that? Because I know you guys like to eat. <laughs> I know you guys are some foodies. So what uh -huh. do you guys like to do other than music? Well, I mean, every, everybody's got to eat, so we might as well enjoy it. And, you know, yeah, the last... Good company, the last, good food. That's <laughs> it. In the last 10 months, uh, yeah, you know, there's not a whole lot to do. So we've been, you know, keeping warm and, and eating food and stuff. Dylan, yeah. Dylan, he spends some time as as a line cook, I think. So he's got some oh, tricks nice. up his sleeve. Yeah, he's, he's learned some stuff from his Volvo as well. So, so he's whipping uh, up some stuff in the studio and in the kitchen. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Jeff's Jeff's pretty good too. Luke's got his moves. Uh, I do a few things pretty well. But um, yeah, I mean, outside of music, we're all pretty low key. You know, we like to, you know, weed's legal in Canada, so we like to just unwind and relax and stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, well, it's pretty cool. I, yeah, well, I know that you guys are, you know, close to the area that's, you know, close to Toronto. And, I mean, I'm a huge Drake fan. So I want to know, do you are you a fan <laughs> of Drake? Like, do you guys like his vibe? Because you guys are both got that Canada, you know. You guys are from the 6th, Toronto. 
<laughs> that's it yeah well i'm gonna be honest with you when you know when the biggest pop star in the world is from your hometown he you know you just it's it's become too much if i'm being yeah. true to totally Justin honest He's yeah well. <laughs> yeah the weekend too you know but his his features are dope like that song that he did with um uh kendrick lamar a couple years ago uh, was was yeah really overplayed but it's a great song so i didn't mind Okay. But no, I mean, yeah, like Drake has obviously, I mean, sh you know, he's got so many songs on the on the top 100 that, you know, there's a few of them that I definitely vibe with. But yeah, I mean, that's a scene we never really had. You know, King Street is kind of that scene and Queen Street's kind of where us guys are, you know, so yeah. it's a little bit sort of separated. But, you know, you meet people who are in that world and you hang spend some time around the scene and it's definitely a vibe, you know, there's definitely... Yeah attention yeah. on the city and people like to go all out when they're out and about you know yeah definitely well it's safe to say that some of the best come out of canada so you already know what that means <laughs> yeah so Good. i could expect nothing but greatness from you i mean hearing your music i mean you guys being like a rock band i think that's super dope how you guys you know have your own little instruments your own little vibes whatever you guys have going but once you guys come together you guys have something like magical so i think that's super dope you know how you guys oh, thank you all come together with different creative processes, different, you know, views. And I feel like that's cool, you know? If you ever have a case of, like, writer's block, you'll have your other bandmate, hey, well, I can help you out right here. So it's like you got, like, three other ears to, you know, help you along the way. So I love that. Yeah, it, it's helpful for sure. And, some, you know, even if it's kind of like you, you, get, you get something, but you get stuck, then you can kind of finish it together. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's been – it's a good process. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Well, with your genre being hard rock, how would you describe someone's your sound to someone that hasn't had the opportunity to hear it yet? Um, I mean, it's it's definitely a guitar guitar driven. It's a yeah. blend, you know, sonically like how we sound. It's definitely a blend of like the '70s and the '90s. Yes. Um, you know, for anywhere from Zeppelin and Aerosmith to Soundgarden and you know, Stone Temple Pilots and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then also the modern feel. I mean, you know, when we finished high school and all that stuff, you know, that huge EDM phase happened. Yes. So, you know, yeah, people, it, was, it was big. Yeah. And people like to dance. They like to party. And, you know, it's like, OK, so how do you kind of, you know, guitar music's cool, but it's not the 70s. People aren't, you know, taking mushrooms and watching you play guitar. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's so it's how do you how do you get people dancing? How do you get them grooving? How do you Enjoy write a good? It. Yeah, yeah. How do you write a good three minute song that, you know, has a hook and stuff. So that's kind of, you know, the old mix with the new and the light mix with the dark. And we're kind yeah. of where we're at with it now. And we'll see how it morphs. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel like, you know, talking about the EDM scene, I've gone to a few of them and they have a lot of mosh pits, you know, and with their, oh, yeah. their hard sound and all that. So I feel like they, they got, you know, some going there. You know, I know with the rock music, I don't know if they still do the mosh pits, but I know like heavily that's part of the culture. So I feel like I personally have seen them. I haven't gone in them. I'm a little too nervous. But I see a lot of girls out there, and I'm like, damn, girl, it props to you because she's out there swinging on the guys, diving in, you know, like they're having a good time. So I feel like as long as they're having a good time, I'm having a good time watching them have a good time, you know? Right on. Yeah, yeah I've definitely. been I've been elbowed in the back by a few uh, by a few women in the mosh pit. I go really? to turn I go to I go to turn around and it's like, I'm ready to like give somebody the stink eye. And then I look down and it's this petite little thing. And it's like, yep. hey, stop that hurt. Like, don't do that again. <laughs> she's like, I can get it if I want. Don't, don't play me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I and then you, you just kind of jump back in. Everybody starts pushing on each other again. And it's, yeah, it's a good yeah. time. 
I feel like if you go into the mosh pit, you kind of need to, you know what you're getting yourself into. You can't be coming out crying. Oh my God, I got hurt. Everybody's getting wild. Everyone's getting rowdy. Everyone's having fun. So yeah, yeah. you fall and eat shit. Oh, well, get up and do it again, you know? So well, people pick you up in the pits. Going in the mosh pits. That's it. Well, people, there's etiquette in the pits. So like you're basically oh, banging. Etiquette. Can you please tell me the etiquette? I didn't even know there was etiquette. If you, if you fall, you'll get picked up because like people, you know, if you're at like a 70,000 person festival and like a 200 person pit opens up and you fall and no one picks you up, you can, you can die. So like, yeah, you know, there's scary. definitely like people definitely like I've, eating shit so many times but you get picked up it's fine <laughs> i love that i love the culture i love how everyone kind of is like yeah we're getting rowdy having fun but hey i got you brother i got you sis so super yeah. dope. i love that mm -hmm. my little nephew wants to know do you play something so i'm assuming he's saying do you play any instruments if yeah so, what instruments do you play i got my i got one of my acoustics here Okay, Sean, he has his acoustic guitar right there. <laughs> dope, dope. And yeah. another person said, Talon said, Brandon has one of the best voices in rock today. Shout uh, out, Talon. Yeah, yeah <laughs> she's cool. She's great. I saw her a couple weeks ago, actually. She's, uh, hey, yeah. girl. <laughs> she's good friends with a bunch of us who all, like, play together and stuff. So it's um, it's been cool. We miss her, though, because we yeah. can't play live shows anymore. So it's, oh, I you know. know. <laughs> I know. It's a bummer. But, I mean, how has that also been, you know, not being able to get out there as much as you guys want to, you know, always being like trying to get out there with the shows or even just, you know, putting your music out there. How's it been being in a quarantine? Different, you know, I mean, we, we were like when the lockdown started in March, we were a month away from heading out on the road for five oh, weeks. Wow. So you guys were and we were going to go across Canada and then we were going to come down the Can you hear me? Well, I think I'm losing Wait. you a bit there. Can you hey. hear me? Yes. Sorry. Are you back? There we go. No Can worries. Yeah, okay. there we go. Okay, so I just kind of wanted to know how has your journey been, you know, with quarantine, you haven't been able to go on tour, you just said you guys were about to go on tour. So how is that overall experience being like having to have a little bit of a setback? But I mean, everything probably you, you had time to create more music, have more time with your band members. So how's this overall experience been since lockdown? <clears throat> Yeah, it's been weird because we had music ready to go and we were going to tour new music and we've been releasing music and it sucks because we're a live band and rock is very much a live thing. Yeah. So that that has sucked. You know, our community has also sort of suffered a little bit. Some people have, you know, unfortunately passed away and whatnot. Yeah, so it's, no, it's been it's been very tr been very trying. But, you know, we're also the other side to that is we've had to learn how to do a lot of things because we can't just go out and play. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've met a lot of cool people online and done stuff like this. And it's yeah. been, you know, it's I been, met you. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, and it's, it's been a good experience, but I mean, I was freelancing, teaching music and playing all the time for, oh, wow. for my.
Okay, that's dope. Yeah, I feel like everyone's kind of been, you know, set back, you know, hasn't been able to do everything they want to do. Like, as of today, our governor in California, we're on a 10 p.m. curfew. I don't know if that's tonight or starting this weekend, but yeah, we're back into like, you know, the danger zone. So I just feel like, yeah, as long as everyone's safe, I feel like if everyone could just come on, you guys, I know everyone wants to, you know, be with their family and loved ones, but if we can all just, you know, stay together and wear our masks. Who knows, like, what can happen next year? We might be able to enjoy concerts live because right now we're not getting that as much as everyone's been wanting. They've all been kind of like online or those have been fun too, but you kind of want like the in-person experience you know what i mean like the overall effect so i feel like that's dope that you guys are still working though still hustling still getting you guys' stuff done i wanted to know yeah definitely um i wanted to know who are some bands that you enjoy listening to because i in middle school i mean i listened to a lot of like good charlotte and green day and i do <laughs> like Jimi hendrix so who are nice. you listening to or who do you love listening to like other than your music, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really listen to my own music anymore, to be honest with you. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, Hendrix is great. Zeppelin was a big one. Soundgarden. Chris Cornell was a huge impact on this band. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Um, Rush. There's a lot of great Canadian rock bands that have been okay. around. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hendrix is a big one. Especially yeah, for, like you know, sounds and how we actually want to sound and what our guitars sound like. And, you know, Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace, you know, yeah. a lot of the classics. And we also, we got weird too. Like Dylan's really into like old English kind of punk and stuff like that. So okay. there's a See, lot. I got a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah, that's good. I love that. Everyone kind yeah, of has it's... like their own kind of different genre stuff they love, but then y'all all come together and just do y'all thing. So that's super dope. Yeah, right on. Thank you. And well, another, um, you know, artist or band that I do like to listen to is Warren's song, you know, she's my chair. <laughs> Anytime that song classic. comes on, I got to get down to it. I got to. I that's, that's the song. A classic. Oh, yeah. The, the old hair metal scene. There's a bunch of classics. That's yes. for sure. I actually saw the video today and I was like, oh, their hair is longer than mine. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You should uh, if you don't if you don't know much about it, you should spend some time looking at you know what images from the '80s looked like. It was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, I saw the video. I mean, the girls looked good. They were in their red uh, points. There was like a fire truck in the video. But I was like, okay, the guys are, are getting it too. Okay, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Dope, dope. Well, I know you started. Um, you know, music at a young age, and you guys are, are been all involved, you know, with your instruments and stuff. But how is it when you guys, you know, write music? Or how is it, how's your guys' creative process when you guys are coming together, like, to create something, like, an overall, like, track that you guys all input, you know, your own portions? How does that go about? When that happens, it's usually, it's usually starts off, and I mean, it's, it's kind of worked with everybody. But usually it's been me with like a little something on the guitar that I like, but don't really know what to do. Uh -huh. And we just start playing it. Jeff sets the tone with the drums and then we kind of go from there. Guys come up with parts and we try stuff. Uh -huh. um, but, you know, one of the big ones that we're working on now that we really like for the next record, you know, Dylan came up with the first riff and we've kind of gone from there. And it's it's usually just play in a room and try stuff out and make demos. And sometimes it takes an hour. Sometimes it takes over a month. Like it really kind of depends on yeah. how... If you start forcing it and it's not working, you know, yeah, it's kind of force it or if anybody gets writer's block, you don't want to be kind of like, 
okay, maybe we need to chill, you know, run it back, take a breather. Because it's kind of like, you know, a job. You're working out. I like to work out. You can't just be working out all day, all day. You got to yeah. take a break. You got to chill. And then get back in and then kill it, you know? So I feel like that's a dope system. You guys got it unlocked because when you hear your music, like, you can hear everybody's, you know, portions, whether it's you on the guitar or someone else doing their thing. So I feel like that's dope. Y'all are doing it right. So keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, right yeah. on. I appreciate it. Yeah. I want to talk about your track, Burn. I know that received a lot of radio play and it's even better when you guys perform it so how was it you know creating that track or how what was the process like that one i pretty much wrote by myself it happened really okay, fast cool. i wrote it like i wrote a riff there was a band my girlfriend at the time really liked so i was kind of trying to like see if i, I and i liked the band a lot um uh -huh. so that i kind of started trying to like hmm let's see if i can write something that's kind of like that and yeah. uh, and I came up with that riff. Dylan helped me kind of tweak it a bit. He changed how it ends and stuff. Um, and then I put the form together in like 20 minutes and the band learned it pretty much how it is. Dylan wrote wow, his solo and that and that's it. So that took no time at wow. all. And they got airplay. You guys yeah. love the playing it live. So I feel like that's dope. Maybe that's like maybe like a, a song that you guys, you know, remind you guys of like a fun time or, you know, just all coming together and killing it. So that's mm -hmm. dope. I feel like that's super cool. Um, what, yeah, and I also wanted to talk about the EP, Not Your Average, Sunday Morning. Um, how was it like, you know, doing that track? Because it was, um, I think it was four songs, or how many songs was that? Well, Sunday Mornings this is a single. Um, oh, there was the another EP you had that was four songs, though, correct? Yeah, it's just it's just a self-titled. It was oh, our first it. EP. Um, okay. That was that was cool. That was um, a little bit of like a Frankenstein project. It was kind of when... You know, Jeff first started playing with us. He was in another band, drummer, and he was our buddy, so we more or less hired him. Um, but he was okay. involved in so in sort of the writing and the demoing. Um, yeah, it was cool, and we ended up working with Gilby Clark for one of the songs, which was yeah, really an awesome experience. I was gonna get to that. I was gonna get to that. That's dope. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, and yeah, it was cool. So it was kind of a Frankenstein thing because we kind of produced three of the songs and had a chance to work with Gilby, and we did. And then it all worked together on the same sort of EP, so we released it. And EPs were still a pretty big thing in, in rock music, um, mainly because it takes so long to to record. You know, it's yeah, it's hard. You guys it's are hard in to work. There. You're killing it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard for you know like you know a hip hop artist if they have all the right plugins and interface and know their way around. If a producer sends them a great beat, they can do it themselves. Yeah. You know, so and in rock music, it's harder to do that and. It, because you got to do drums, you got to do something, right? Yeah. So, um, so bands tend to record, you know, clusters of songs, and it's yeah. just cheaper. Honestly, yeah. it's just cheaper too. Um, so that was an interesting. It was our first time doing it um, as like a solid band. We had tried yeah. it before, Dylan and I, and it never worked. Never got released. But um, yeah, it was cool. It was a really cool process, and it was simple. It was simpler times. You know, we were like twenty two, twenty three at the time, and. You know, life was so good. You're it was young, fun. wild, and free. <laughs> That's it. You know, and we met this rock star who used to play Guns N' Roses and got to party with him and go on tour with him. It was like, what yeah. the hell is happening here? This is great. You know, yeah, so it was, it was, it was fond. It was fond memories for sure. Yeah, that, that's actually my next question. I know you guys uh, collaborated with Gilby Clark. He's from Guns N' Roses. So first of all, that's dope. I love that. 
So how is it working with that type of legend, someone that's, you know, well-known in the industry, a Hall of Famer, everybody knows his band, everyone knows what they're about. So how is it working with him, you know, a legend from the Guns N' Roses? It was cool, you know, and when he walked in, it was, you know, it's like, wow, well, it's a dude, man. It's just a dude, you know, he's a guy walking in here. He's cool. He's got his Harley boots on and he's got his, you know, denim vest and leather sleeves and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, and he's got a great ear, really nice guy, you know, likes footballs, likes to build Harleys, and that's about it, you know, and great guitar player. It was great. Yeah. It was really cool. It was humanizing. Um, and he, you know, being a veteran and being around things, and quite frankly, being around Axel and Slash in the early 90s, you know, yes. that dude is, yes. is, like, people still talk about that, and he was there, yeah. you know, and um, that kind of wisdom and insight and sort of this is what, I've learned over the years um, from that, a guy like that was great. And there's yeah. things that we still actively do based off of that advice and that process. And actually, I was talking to him recently. We still talk. We've got to tour with him. We hung out with him and his wife at his house. Like, wow, that's dope. He's, yeah, he's a great dude. Um, we'll probably get to work with him again if things, you know, work out kind of logistically Ooh. and see – yeah, you know, but it might be a year or two until we can really go to the States, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, we'll have to wait and see, but it's nice to have him in my phone and to still be able to touch base with him every now yeah, and then. Yeah, like check in every once in a while, how's everything going? I feel like that's dope, you know, being able to work with someone like, like you said, super veteran, super dope. And, you know, you, you talked about working with him, but you also talked about, you know, getting able to get insight with him and he, you kind of could see him as like a mentor, someone that you can, get guidance from especially from being a bandman a bandmate you're a bandmate he's been in a band so i think that's super dope i feel like you know you always want to have someone that's you know been through something that you're going through you can look up to him ask him questions he can give you insight so i feel like that's super super dope and if you guys do end up collaborating let me know because i definitely want to post it on my page yeah, no problem. Well, yeah, if we do, exactly. he, li he he lives up in uh, Sherman Oaks, so we wouldn't be okay, too far. Okay, that's if, not far if, from us. That's, I'm in yeah. So I'm okay. probably, like, not even an hour. So that's super dope. He's, he's down the street. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> so if we're, uh, yeah, if we're in town, I'll definitely let you know. Yeah, and, uh, let, let maybe me know. We'll, get we'll to... all link up. Yes. Yeah, hopefully we'll be playing a show, too, and it's great, and everybody can come hang out. <laughs> yes, yes, that'd be dope, dope. Corona needs to end so we can get things cracking. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, being in a group, I just feel like, you know, it, I feel sort of like a brotherhood or, you know, you always have someone to be around, someone, you know, to joke with. I mean, me, I was in a sorority. I just graduated, you know, this year. I got my bachelor's degree. But it was cool, you know. Oh, congrats. Being, thank you. I, I feel like it's cool, you know, being around, you know, a sisterhood or with you, you know, being in a band. You know, you always have a brother or someone to you know, talk to, or, you know, even when it comes to music, stuff outside of music, I think that's super dope. You always got a homie for life. So I feel like that's dope being in a band, a band versus being like a solo artist because you have other opinions that you could, you know, ask other shoulders to like, be like, what do you think of this? And they're your homies. They're going to tell you the honest opinion. That, yeah, that sounds good. Or uh, I think it would be better if you did it this way. And they're your, your close, you know, friends. So it's not like you're going to take it like, oh, it's rude. You're like, no, like, they really want to see me win. So I think that's dope, you know, being in a band, so. Yeah, right on. Thank you. And and honestly, usually it is like that. And, and if, you know, and if things don't go down in flames, yeah, you got friends for life for sure. Yeah, always, <laughs> always. <laughs> well, I have a few more questions and I'll let you go. 
But I read that you won the, the winning iHeartRadio's Rock Search Contest. So that's lit. How was it knowing you guys won something like super dope and super big like that? Because iHeartRadio is big over here. It was um it was a good time. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun and it was it was cool. It was something that you know was was you know at least kind of locally where we are here. Um you know this contest has pumped out some really great bands over the years and some bands yeah. who have who have done really well. Um so and we knew that we were good. Yeah. We're playing live. Um, we, we felt like our chances were good and we got in last year and yeah, we got to win it. And that's basically how we got onto like major festival shows, how we got our tour, yeah, the, you know, the guy cool. who booked so our tour. Exposure. Yeah, big time. Uh, but it also, it was in the way where, you know, money was involved too, because it got placed. Yeah. It, we had a song placed for four months on commercial radio. So it was like, you know, having new revenue sources for an independent band new was listeners, like listeners new people getting a chance to hear you yeah and then and, and my point being like with that other opportunity and actually starting to monetize a bit it gave us an opportunity to expand our reach even more we could dig into more social media pushing playlist stuff and you know we were yeah, able to yeah, work with an agent and, yeah and you can plan like big things like a five-week tour costs a lot of money but we had it and we also yeah. had the notoriety to book shows that paid a thousand bucks a night and stuff like that so oh, it's like yeah, all definitely. of a sudden hey yeah we can drive across the country now why because we we're gonna come back not owing any money this is great and that's really hard to exactly. do exactly and we and we wanted to be in that position before we did it because it's hard driving across canada it's like two days in between stops sometimes <laughs> you know yes, what I mean? exactly um, exactly so that it gave us a huge opportunity to make a step forward and in a lot of ways we did um and then this year's just been what it is but we yeah, still have yeah. we still have a really good following and a good I fan like base you've still been consistent with your guys' stuff you guys are still you know letting your listeners hear you guys you guys are still you know giving them what they want to hear which is great music so you guys definitely have been doing your thing you know minus you know everybody's been going through the pandemic you guys are still staying consistent well i appreciate it and we were very lucky that we had some music left that we had finished that we could, yeah that we could release you know and yeah. it's and people are active right now they're they're online they're doing things they're bored yeah so they're it's, checking it's it been, out yeah it's been cool we've been pretty pleased with it so far yeah they're trying to see what's popping and they're going to your page <laughs> yeah not just in la but worldwide hopefully yes someday. yes exactly exactly shout out joe 1992 Dilly said that me, Brandon, and Ross have some heat. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> Shout out to my girl, Daisy. High, prolific, ambitious. Hey, sis. Well, I kind of wanted to know, um, you know, aside from you guys, you know, working on music, what's one goal that you hope to achieve, you know, next year? Or it could be music-related or a personal goal of yours. Honestly, right now, taking it day by day, just want to get on stage next year. Yeah. Truth, truthfully. Um Obviously, we'd love to get back where we left off, um, but the only time will tell if exactly. that's going to be the yeah. case. And if it's yeah. not, if it's not, hopefully there's still some clubs left. We can get on the road again. We can start yeah. playing and, and, and go from there. Right now, our only goal um, is to get back on stage next year, and hopefully we still have people watching us the way we did before. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be optimistic. We'll hope everything, you know, goes the, the way we want and positive yep. you know, every, all the cases are going down and everything so we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah well, we'll see what happens yes 
Well, I also read that your biggest motivation is Chuck Norris. So what about huh. him is so motivating? I, <laughs> I be he knows how to fight because he could kick some butt. <laughs> Honestly, we've, we've, we've gotten to the point where sometimes there's, there's certain questions you know you're going to get asked. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's one of those things where we just started writing his name and, and you're not the first person to ask really? that because we've I'm just like, been writing because like we've just been writing his name, you know, and he's <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, he sits Chuck Norris. He's a meme legend. He's a Hollywood legend. He's, you know, he's health he's, and he's fitness and Kung Fu. So he's and no, Yeah, he's, he's, just, a he's just a cool dude and very, you know, and someone you can kind of read and look up to and things aren't really tainted unless and I could be horribly wrong when I say this but he's someone whose legacy hasn't really been tainted by scandal either yeah, so yeah. he's someone who you can kind of look at and be like I mean that's pretty badass yeah I'll be 75 and still you know weight training and eating yeah, clean and stuff like that'd be cool <laughs> I'm loving it I'm loving it <laughs> Yeah. Well, is there, is there anything else that you could tell us, tease us on, let us know what you guys are working on? Well, if you, know. <laughs> well if you click the drop top alibi icon somewhere up there, I don't know where it is. Um, we got a single coming out next week and our pre-save link is going to be announced tomorrow. So if you guys okay. are intrigued at all, click on our, our, our timeline, our most recent post. This is the black square. If you click it, you get a little teaser of what we got coming out. And, okay. uh, Hopefully you guys can pre-save it tomorrow and you'll hear it next Friday. Yes, yes. So it's going to be on Black Friday then, right? That's right, Black, Black Friday. Friday release. I love that. I love that. Well, let me know when you guys release the project. Like I said, I'll be posted, tag you guys, the whole bit. And I just kind of want to thank you, you know, for taking the time to speak with me. But before I let you go, is there anybody you want to shout out to, say what's up to, show love to? I just want to shout out to my friends who I saw hop in here, Kaylin, Steve, Jay, what's going on, everybody. And uh, yeah, new music coming out, Drop Top Alibi, Rock and Roll in 2020. Come give it a yes, rip. Yes, <laughs> yes, super dope, super dope. Well, thank you so much, you know, for taking the time to speak with me. I got a homie all the way in Toronto. You got a homegirl all the way in California. <laughs> That's so, right. Yeah, I got like I to gotta come visit soon. Let's get yeah, this over with. Yeah, eh? Let's get everything definitely. back to normal. <laughs> yes, whenever that is. <laughs> But exactly. yeah, your blog's going to be coming soon. So once I'm done with that, I'll send you the link and I'll tag you and all that. So that'll cool. be in a few days or so. So we'll we'll still be connected. So Right on. Well, it was great. Great meeting you. Thanks for having yeah, me on. And we'll chat well. soon. Thank you so much. My name's Angie, the host of What's Pop in LA. And this is What's Pop in LA. Thank you. Bye. Peace.